Good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to give you some really good, up-to-date local information that will help you in strategizing a real estate game plan. Heck, you wouldn't go into a football game without a good game plan. You wouldn't even go into a basketball game without a good game plan. Although I've played a few, you know, uh, out on the playground some, and there was no game plan whatsoever. Um, But I think that showed the lack of preparation. (laughs) So to help me today, I have uh, two good friends here. Gabe Guzman. Good morning, Gabe. Good morning, Don. And Diego Espinoza. Good morning, Diego. Good morning, Don. Diego Hinojosa. All right. Hinojosa. I know that. I was just messing with you. <laughs> I just wanted you to see if you knew. At the wheel. You thought I wouldn't catch you, huh? That's right. All <laughs> right. Man, I've been messing up a lot lately, haven't I, Diego? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> hey, um, okay, both of you guys are with Iron Key Real That's Estate. Right. and um, Correct, yep. You guys uh, got your license the same day, is that right? That is correct. Yeah, we uh, we both studied for the test together, booked the test date together, and then passed it together, uh, which would have sucked if one of them one of us didn't, because you know that that would have hurt a little bit. Yeah. Well, then you would have known which one was the smarter of the two. I mean, we know yeah. it's me, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fighting that one, Diego. <laughs> hey, yeah, no argument there. <laughs> all right. But no, yeah, I remember that uh, that day we took the test. I, actually, the week leading up to it, um, we finally decided to schedule it after putting it off for months on end. You know, we knew we wanted to get our license. And then we decided to screw it and uh, just schedule a test. And next thing we know, we were studying the books, hitting the books hard for a few weeks. And uh, God's grace, we passed them the same day together, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diego, how long have you guys been friends and known one another? Because I understand this goes back a ways. Yeah, probably close to, I want to say, eight years now, seven years. I was there for Gabe's 18th birthday. Um, So we're, yeah, both in our mid-20s now, so going on eight, nine years. Wow, you guys are old. We're getting there. (laughs) We're getting there, Don. Getting up there, yeah. All right. Um, And and then how long have you guys been licensed? How how long ago was this fateful day when you both passed your real estate exam? I believe it was... uh, June, sometime in June, but I officially got my license uh, August of 2017. All right, so we're going on three yeah. years. Three years, yep. Yeah, so I actually took the test the same day, but I didn't get my license and uh, uh, become a realtor and actually until the following year, which was, I want to say, March of 2018. Mm-hmm. All right, so, and but you two are working together, longtime yep, friends. Yeah, we're working together. Yep. We actually closed Correct. our first deal together just last week. So it's pretty cool. All right. Excellent. So in three years, you've seen a lifetime in the real estate industry. Right. (laughs) It feels like it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the three years many times over, but oh my gosh, it's been something uh, the last three years. To say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Especially what's going on right now. Diego, let me ask you first. How would you describe today's market? Today's market here in the Fresno County area specifically, I would say it's hot. Hot. You know, the amount of homes um, hitting the market versus the amount of homes pending. You'll notice typically a day after day, 
more pendings over the amount of homes that are hitting the market, meaning, um, you know, people are out buying. People are out buying. I see prices going up, up and up every uh, every month and just keep going up by a good percentage, depending on, of course, what part of town you might be in or what part of the county. Um, but appreciation is up. Uh, and a lot of buyers are on the market taking advantage of this low interest rate. Yeah. And in just a minute, we're going to go into those uh, interest rates. So, Gabe, what do you see? How, how would you describe today's local real estate market? Uh, just like Diego said, it, I think it's it's super hot right now um, because of the amount of you know the the amount of buyers compared to the low inventory. It's just like you said in the beginning. If you're going in, into this without a game plan, it's probably you know you're probably not going to get into a home. So it's just it's getting you know it's exciting because the interest rates are low. So it's a it's a win for the buyers and it's a win for the sellers uh, because the sellers are getting you know higher prices. Um, it's it's a win-win for everybody right now. So I think it's just a perfect time to buy or sell. It's the perfect time to own some real estate. And you know, when you talk about a game plan, even though I've been in this a little bit more than three years, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I have to relearn real estate, you know, kind of reinvent it. And recently I had a deal where I felt like it was the, the tail wagging the dog because they would send me a text hey we want to go see this we want to go see that it, it, and I would accommodate them and we weren't really um, there wasn't a game plan mm -hmm. and you know I, I was thinking why are we looking at 250,000 and then 385,000 right you, it's like okay how are you going to compare those um, and that's when it hit me that you know I do listen on welcome home radio <laughs> I need to make a strategic <laughs> game plan right and we did that, and now we're focused in uh, on a price range, an area, and we hope to get one soon. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I personally, I do that for my business and my clients. Uh, I always meet with them and have what I like to call a buyer's consultation where we narrow that down, we set expectations, we you know get the criteria down, uh, and we put a game plan together of when we're going to be looking, uh, you know, what type of homes we're going to look at, things like that, just to be more efficient, I guess, in, in today's market, you, you have to be. Yeah. What do you say about that, Diego? Yeah, hundred percent agree. As, as competitive as today's market is, even if you're a seller or a buyer, you definitely have, have to have that game plan, set the expectations, um, and just kind of know some of the moves to make when you're out there hunting, selling, buying in the middle of an escrow, whatever it may be. I think that like Gabe said, comes with that consultation um, and educating your client, especially in today's competitive market. But what is causing the increased buyer demand? Uh, and I'll start with you, Diego. When, when, I mean, we should have fewer buyers, you would think, with shelter in place, the coronavirus pandemic mm -hmm. going on, all the uncertainty in our world. Right. Uh, it, it seems like we should have less demand. What's causing that high demand? Uh, high buyer demand I think here in the Central Valley it's for sure two things one as we kind of touched on already the low interest rates allowing a lot of these buyers uh, to get a little bit more purchasing power as well take advantage of the great rates get a great mortgage rate um, and I'm sure a lot of my people including myself you know we like to ask around you know mom where did you get your interest rate at back in the 90s and she's like oh I got an interest rate of 9% and then you look at today's rates um, lenders are quoting people anywhere from you know 3% to 3.5% um, sometimes even better, depending on circumstances. 
So I think that's definitely bringing a lot of people to the uh, to the market right now as well. Um, another thing we're definitely seeing is a lot of, of course, as we've always seen a lot of Bay Area and L.A. moving to Fresno, moving to Central Valley, um, and even more maybe due to the fact that some of these, um, you know, out-of-towners are now being able to work from home. I think some of these corporations are realizing, hey, you know, our, our uh, employees can work from home. And so when these employees find out, hey, I can work from home for longer, um, why not move to the Central Valley? Why not move to Fresno where your money can go further um, and you still get all the great amenities of living in California and a great environment? Excellent. Gabe, what do you think? I 100% agree with that. And then also to the fact that now it's, like me and you talked about, Don, it's getting cheaper to buy a house than to rent. It's ridiculous. And, and on top of it, I mean, mm-hmm. you're getting more yep. for your money. Uh, you know, properties are appreciating. Um, it's just, it's it's helping buyers, especially first-time home buyers, kind of, you know, get them off the fence and give them that, that push, that encouragement to, you know, go out there and start looking. You just teed me up perfectly because I have something. And of all the things I've ever said on Welcome Home Radio over the years, this is one of the most astounding, I think. And not that what I've said, but what a topic right. to, to bring up. And um, recently this week, I uh, to accommodate some people on the East Coast that are moving here, I went to look at the progress on the home that they're going to rent. Mm-hmm. It's a, about a $400,000 home. So well above our median price mm-hmm. of two two eighty five two ninety, right? dollars um, $400,000. they are going to be paying $2,400 a month rent. The interest rates are so low right now. Let me put it to you like this. With a 3% uh, interest rate on a 30-year fixed rate loan. So it's going to be the same thing in the year uh, 2049. It'll go down in 2050 because it'll be go down to zero. <laughs> but the principal and interest, um, for a th- if they put 20% down, is only going to be $1,350 a month. Wow. Now, you compare that to the 2400 for rent. Right. And then you fast forward 10 years from now, where's that rent going to be? But yet, you still have a fixed principal and interest of $1,350. Now, you might say, yeah, but what about taxes and insurance? I got that figured out, too. Let's add $490 for taxes and insurance. You're still at $1,840. Yep. Well below $2,400. And somebody might say, yeah, but I don't have 20% down. Um, okay, so let's add another hundred to two hundred dollars for pre- uh, mortgage insurance. Right, um, you're still well below twenty four hundred dollars, and that's on a four hundred thousand dollar home. Yep, Th- this is amazing where interest rates were, and now you know, Gabe, you mentioned how uh, your parents said it was nine percent. Yeah. All right, my first one was at twelve percent. But when I first started looking, it was at 17%. This is back in the early 80s. And it's like, I can't afford that. And to put that in perspective, I have a little chart here. See, all you young guys, you have apps. I still have a chart. (laughs) Let's see if I can read it. (laughs) So the payment factor for 3% is $4.22 per thousand. 
Let's go to a 12% loan. $10.29. I mean, it's $6 a month per $1,000 more. Um, So interest rates are amazing. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, and not to mention... uh you know your appreci- your property's appreciating in value, so it's you know you're you're making money just by owning it. Ah, good point. And not only that, I said that was principal and interest. So you have a principal reduction every month. Your loan balance is going down mm-hmm. every month. So you might get to a point where you start off with a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage, and in a few years you're at two hundred thousand, then a hundred thousand. And now you've got equity and you have built generational wealth. That's how you get ahead. With that, we're going to go to our first commercial break. uh, Stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here with us today, we have Diego Hinojosa and Gabe Guzman. I should have messed up your name, Gabe, this time. You know, just to keep it balanced and fair. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like I don't even know you guys, and yet I do. (laughs) Although there's probably a lot about you, too, I don't know. So we'll we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, let's not dive in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. I, I do want to say something that, you know, in listening to some of the commercials at, at the commercial break and talking about buying local, keeping mm-hmm. things local, um, I had an experience this week, and, man, I was impressed. Must be one of the listeners to uh, uh, ESPN because um, he wanted to keep things local. Buying a property over on the coast. He called me and said, hey, can, can you help me out there? I said, you know, I don't really know the market, so I better not, but I can refer you to somebody mm-hmm. who I happen to know somebody that lives in that exact town. So I did that and they, they helped him out. And he said, uh, I need a lender too. I said, well, that company has a lender. He said, and this is what I really liked. He goes, I'd rather keep my money local. Can't we find a local Fresno County uh, lender? I said, oh yes, we can do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's a guy that's making our local economy better because that's several thousand dollars that could have gone off to, you know, a, a coastal community, but rather it's going to stay here in Fresno County. So, um, do listen to those commercials. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we talked in the first segment about how hot the market is because of the interest rates um and there's a a bit of a fever or no let's get right to it it's a bit of a craziness when you go to show buyers homes so what's it like and what should a buyer let's talk to the buyers now what should they expect when they decide i'm going to take advantage of this opportunity i'm going to go buy a home what should they expect gabe why don't you start off well, first of all, um, going back to what we stated before, uh, first, you know, getting with your realtor and setting up a game plan, knowing when you're going to be available to show homes. Reason being is, uh, for example, I have an out-of-town buyer right now, and, you know, he's actively looking at properties uh, online, 
you know, through my portal and he'll say, Gabe, I want, I want to see this property and it'll be Monday. And he say, Hey, I want to see this property on Friday when I get into town. Uh, and then I have to have the conversation where I tell him, you know, I'd rather look at, I'd rather structure the properties that you want to see and, you know, set those appointments maybe Wednesday, Wednesday at the earliest or Thursday, because by Friday that property could be gone. So if it's a good one, especially exactly. Yeah. If it's priced right. Um, and you know, it's a desirable property. It's, it's most likely gone by Friday. So you're, I'm seeing homes, uh, on the regular, just, you know, two, three days on the market, they're pending. So I, I do have those conversations with my buyer where I say, Hey, is, is there a time where you can maybe squeeze in some showings if the property is, you know, really hot, you really like it. Uh, or if we're going to wait for this day, let's, let's see what's on the market a day or two before to, you know, make sure that we can, that that property is still available. Cause I, I don't want, I don't like getting people's hopes up. And then, you know, let's say it's their dream house. It checks all their boxes, but they can't make it in time. And then, you know, property has gone, they get discouraged. So I think w- that's one of the big things, um, is, you know, getting that game plan set up. Okay. I have a question for you, Gabe. You, you mentioned that they're looking at your portal. Describe right. what, what that portal involves. Uh, so we have uh, a website where, and an app, that they can look on um, and and it has all of the available properties in Fresno, Clovis, or, you know, the areas that they're looking in. And the thing I, that I personally like about it is because they can favorite and like properties on there. So it gives me a better idea of the things that they're looking for. Because when you sit down and initially have a conversation with the buyer, um, they're just letting you know, you know, three bed, two bath, you know, this is the price range, but they're not getting into the specifics. And then once you start seeing their likes and dislikes, that's when you really get to, you know, narrow down that search for them. Mm-hmm. Is that the MLS touch app? I do have the MLS touch app. And then I have another one that's provided by uh, our brokerage iron key. I, I got gotcha. you. Diego, how would, how would you answer that question? Or, or I probably need to go back and restate the question. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what should a buyer expect when they get ready to buy? They call you and say, Diego, we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, if we're looking at today's market, I think Gabe hit a lot of it on the nose. You know, it's pretty competitive. Um, I think that we do have to stay on top of it. Um, I've, I'm similar to Gabe, how Gabe was mentioning, you know, some buyers can't see a home for a couple of days out, whatever it may be. Um, and if that's the case, sometimes I will have those buyers, you know, can we see this, can we see this at the weekend? And it might be Monday or Tuesday, and i got to give them the heads up, like, well, when's your soonest availability this evening? Because um, looking at this home, it looks like it just hit the market. It looks like it's priced well. Um, and knowing those facts right now, a lot of things are flying off the shelves. Um, and to the point I'm even, you know, having some of my buyers, just having that conversation with my buyers right now, like let's not look too high at the top of our budget because things are inching up. So let's look at, you know, 10, 15 grand like below the top of our budget that you want to spend. Um, because oftentimes prices are going up, you know, 10, 15 grand over multiple offers. I can't tell me how many, can't tell you how many offers I've submitted, um, and they all have multiple offers, competitive offers, over asking. Even with my previous listing, you know, all of them receiving multiple offers, over asking. Um, so it just is a hyper-competitive market, not to say that we aren't getting the job done, right? Homes are still selling, people are still moving in, um, and things are still getting done. So it's just a competitive market. we got to stay on our toes and, gotta, like we got to say, stay ready and make sure we follow the game plan. And to that point, Don, also, um, I-, I love that what Diego was saying about the multiple offers and, you know, being competitive and things like that. 
Um, another thing that a buyer should expect is to, you know, come in, you know, come in hot. Basically, when they write, write an offer, uh, make it your most competitive one. Highest and best from, you know, from the gate. Don't, don't play games. Uh, exactly. You know, don't try to see what you can get away with in, in this market. It's if you like the house, you know, write your highest and best offer and not, you know, trying to see what you can get away with. And sometimes that's not it's not always price. Sometimes, you know, it's just basically giving the seller a little bit of convenience, you know, a couple of days extra to move out. Maybe they're at, maybe they are looking for a, a longer escrow as opposed to a lot of the sellers in today's market that want a quick close. Maybe they they need a little bit of extra time. So having those copper conversations and cooperating with the other agent um mm -hmm. i think is huge and and that will you know help you get that offer accepted so how would you guys answer this question because this comes up a lot from buyers mm -hmm. wow this thing's been on the market 27 days i wonder what's wrong with it and it fell out of escrow once already too diego i'll give you first crack of that what, what do you say to people like that because they they might be thinking they're asking four hundred thousand. I'll offer them three fifty. Okay, yeah. So something like that's been on the market twenty seven days and it fell out once. Um, you know, that's kind of a two part answer. Typically, the average down market on Fresno is closer to somewhere in the thirty to forty range. Um, so I'd share that little bit of education with them as well. Um, you know, I might pull up the facts and find out more about why it fell out of escrow, um, what the situation was. Um, perhaps it was just a buyer who couldn't get their loan to go through. Maybe that job transfer didn't go through, and so that's why it's back on the market. And that's kind of like what Gabe was saying, comes with that great communication with the other agent. You want to find out more about that home for your buyer. Um, and so it's just a simple fact of finding out, you know, what the issue was, why it did come back on market. Um, and oftentimes that might be the better home for the buyer because that might have the reports already available. That might already have the appraisal in. Um, so you know it's going to reach the value. So for my buyer, you know, I can share this information with them. And I, I can be like, yeah, it didn't actually appraise at 490 or 400, maybe appraised at 395. That's why it's back on the market at 395 cash uh, asking price and things and whatnot. So it's just coming back to that communication with the other agent, finding out what the situation was, um, and also educating your buyer on the true average days on market here in the Fresno area. Okay, excellent. Um, and communication between agents is something that I see as really improving with our current market. It, it's like the there was a time I'll go back 10 years ago uh, during the REO market, uh, the foreclosure market, where it was hard to get a listing agent to call you back, you know, because maybe one bank gave one guy 100 listings and he couldn't even have them memorize what he had. Yeah. <laughs> so why, why call you back? Um, but now that's been a big, huge improvement that I've seen in our industry listing agent buying buying agent communicating much better in fact so much so that here's another challenge we have so you're saying if they find it on a monday and they're not going to look till friday that's a little bit too soon so why not wait till one hour beforehand yeah it brings up showing problems because right. so many appointments now have to are, are by confirmed appointment only right Many of them are requiring 24-hour notice. Plus, you got to do those PED forms. Right, yeah. And I I had just got a, a new listing where I had that conversation with the seller, and I said, hey, your son is still living in the property. Let's, let's abide by, you know, his schedule, and let's do it that way. So she told me, hey, 24-hour notice. I, you know, I want them to wear 
a mask and you know hand sanitizer and wipe things down and it's completely understandable but yeah giving that 24-hour notice is key if there's uh, you know somebody still in the house in the house especially with this pandemic mm -hmm. although here's a little tip for sellers out there what is the magic behind 24 hours how about just prior day notice right so i i recently had one where we finished looking at seven o'clock at night and they wanted to go see a couple more the next day but you know now by the time i got them all set up <clears throat> i'd have to show them after eight o'clock at night right and i did have one agent say it does say 24 hour notice and it's 22 hours <laughs> so, yeah uh, that and i really think 22 hours would have been ample time uh, yeah i believe so i think there you know you it, it's all up to the as long as it's within a good range yeah. i would say yeah. Be, yeah be reasonable right um gabe and diego hang on we're going and our listeners hang on we're going to our next commercial break but stay tuned to welcome home radio 940 espn and here with us today, we have Gabe Guzman and Diego Hinojosa of Iron Key Real Estate. And a couple of hardworking guys uh, got their license on the same day, been friends since they were youngins. And um, how do I, I have a question. How, do, how is it working with your buddies? Well, I uh, think it's been pretty, pretty cool so far. Uh-huh. What, what makes it cool? I mean, because if you guys have a lot of the same friends, you're, wouldn't you have a little competition there? Go ahead, Diego. Yeah, you, you, you go first. Gotcha, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with a little bit of a friendly competition. I think all of us in real, being realtors have a little bit of that competitive bone in us, although we're about collaboration over competing with one another. Um, but, no, it's been pretty – I would say it's been pretty awesome um, – having somebody who, who did come into resale real estate a little bit earlier than I did was nice to have somebody to lean on. Somebody's my, one of my best friends. So I didn't feel too bad bugging them with question after question. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like a support system. Somebody they you know who, who not alone I can ask a question for, but who's going to cheer me on and help me get these deals done. Um, and yeah, we do have a little bit of the same sphere, but I wouldn't say that's ever been an issue. We were building our own separate businesses um, and still excited for one each other. All right, Gabe. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, I think I think the same thing. I mean, it's been great. Um, it's kind of you know we're building on each other, we're growing together, um, and and we've never stepped on each other's toes. And there's enough business out there for for all of us, actually. So for everybody, yep, yep. So it's just you know for for me, it's great because I get to you know go into the office, my friends there. You know, it's fun. We we build off of each other. That we feed off of each other's energy. So to me, it's been great. All right, and that, that makes a lot of sense. So you have somebody to cheer you on. And I love what you say, Gabe. There's enough business out there for everyone. Yep. And, and I've seen some people come in this business and they, they seem to take ownership of somebody. And uh, I remember a long time ago, I couldn't believe that somebody actually listed their home. I had sold it to them a few years earlier. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, I, I see this, listing come up and it was somebody i'd never heard of before they listed with him turned out it was their nephew that just got his license of course they better go with him and and, and they even called me up and said hey sorry but you know we figured you you got plenty of business don we wanted to help this guy get started <laughs> no and that's 
I mean, that's good. And, and even even now, I'll have, you know, sometimes friends that will buy with another agent or list with another agent or, you know, family and things like that. And you can't be mad at them. You know, it's in, in that circumstance, it may have been better or it could have been somebody that they were trying to, you know, help get get off their feet, things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm never upset at that. And mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I, I, I never want to burn those bridges either. So there's a thing in our business called the sphere of influence and and that is and i'll go back like i remember i played on a softball team for many years and um had a lot of transactions with members uh, of of that uh team and their referrals now i didn't have you know i was the third baseman I didn't have the shortstop working in my office too. Right. <laughs> so that, that's got to present a challenge if uh, the left fielder says, hey, I need to buy a home. Does he call the third baseman or the short, shortstop? I mean, I think both of us, we work together pretty well. And if we do have that situation arise, um, it's just kind of, you know, who's giving them the, the most value or the most attention at that point. And like I said, neither of us are going to get mad or step on each other's toes, but let's say, you know, we're, they're really good friends with the both of us. And they just say, Hey, we want both. I want both of you to help me with this process. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing that either. And, you know, maybe having Diego show some days and I show some other days or listing the property together and doing some co-branded marketing, things like that. So I, I ne- we've never run into the issue. Mm-hmm. And you've done it long yeah, enough to where you should have run into it by now right. if it was going to be an issue. Yeah, of course. Correct. Yep. Diego, you have anything you want to add to that one? Not really. I think, I think that's pretty much it right there covering it. You know, we're working with your, one of your best buds, going into business together, yeah, it allows you, like we said, um, to stay competitive with one each other, at the same time, somebody to help you and encourage you um, and ask a bunch of questions or just bump questions off of. Um, and at the same time, like you mentioned, if there was ever to be a situation, I think Gabe and I have discussed this in the past, we would be more than welcome uh, just splitting, doing a deal together 50-50 with whoever that we're representing a buyer or seller um, if somebody asked that for both of us. Okay, so there's um, a term that we see a lot of now, the um, the so and so group or the so and so team, where mm-hmm. two, three, sometimes twenty people work together on a team or a group. Um, but now the two of you are not a, a group or a team. No, we're both independent agents. Okay, um, what are the pros and cons of working? as a team or as a uh, independent? Uh, I can actually attest to, to both because I started off on a team um, and it taught me it taught me how to go and get the business for myself. It showed me how to do everything pretty much. Um, you know, they, they basically, they didn't just lead me to water. They showed me how to do it. Mm-hmm. So on a team, I was able to, you know, get some structure, um, find out how to generate business on my own and, you know, how to basically do the business, the business side of it. Uh, and then I branched off and went independent. Um, and now I'm able to do everything on my own. Uh, and then I think Diego can attest to, you know, just being on his own from the get go. And I mean, we both turned out all right, I think. (laughs) Would you let us be the judge of that? (laughs) I'll let you be the judge of that, Don. (laughs) Okay. You know, I do it on my own too. I, I'm independent. And one thing I like about it, and I don't even have a transaction coordinator. 
So I do this all myself, but I know what's going on. That's a real plus to it. Now, the negative is like last night, 8.30 at night, I was doing a little paperwork. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can call it paperwork when it's all electronic. It's an old term. Yeah, right. I call it the same thing, but yeah, it's all it's all electronic it's paper, and sending yeah. emails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you guys have a transaction coordinator? We actually we do. Yeah. Both have the shout uh, out to Rebecca. Shout out Rebecca Rodriguez at Iron Key Real Estate. Yep, she is the best transaction coordinator. She's just. I I don't think we we would both be where we are today without her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can shout out to her too because I uh, had a transaction <laughs> with Ashley from your office. Yeah. Rebecca oh, nice. was right on top of it. She's one of the best that I've worked with. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely, she's, she's amazing for sure. All right. Um, and Rebecca doesn't even know we're saying this about her. Um, <laughs> and it's not like she's paying us to, to give a shout out. Right. We're yeah. doing it on our own. <laughs> that says something. That's right. Um, so um, if you had to work together, so you have a friend, the left fielder calls and wants both of you to, to work with them. How do you divvy up the work or what? And uh, do you just do a 50, 50 split or how does that work out? Yeah. I mean, depending on, I think, I think it, depending on who this left fielder is, is it, you know, one of our best friends is it somebody who we did legit meet on the baseball field um, we don't know, but I think, yeah, we would do a 50, 50 right down the middle. And I think we would just make it both work for our schedules, whatever's easiest for both of us. Um, we haven't done this yet, but I imagine, you know, we'd probably both be in there for the consultation. Um, and then just whatever flows, flows, you know, we'd just both be willing to make it happen. I know I've helped Gabe out with showings and he's helped me without, show, without, with, uh, showings, um, with all types of appointments we've helped each other out with. Um, so I don't think it'd be a matter of, you know, delegating, you do this, I do this. I think it'd just be a matter of flowing and figure out what's best for the client. Mm -hmm. Right. When we were at the, uh, California association of realtors, uh, back in September, uh, Diego was doing showings for me here in town with some of my clients. So that's another perk of, you know, working with your buddy. Okay. I can appreciate that. Um, I have an agent, Tommy Smith, that backs me up. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, when I was gone for that five days also, things happen. He works it out. Um, and, and there's even been times where we've split clients. Um, maybe we split them the first time, and then four years later they call, they want to do it again. So we split that one too. And uh, I love something Tommy said one time. I, s- I said, do you feel like this is fair, um, the, the split that we had? Mm-hmm. He goes, hey, we, you win some, you lose some. He goes, it all works out in the end. Yeah, definitely. So he wasn't right. micro-analyzing yeah. it, saying, oh, you know, I should have got $100 more on this one. <laughs> yeah. So It's about the clients at the end of the day. Right, right. Um, all right, so what uh, – How um, as far as teams go – what what are the pros and cons of a team versus uh, working independently? And I'll let Diego do that uh, one first. Yeah, being Gabe I'll had a puzzle quickly. look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've never never actually officially been on a team in real estate, uh, so I can't tell you all the pros and cons. But I can tell you some of my pros and cons of experience being an individual agent from the start. 
Um, I like that. Not, you know, not too many cons. The, you know, the few cons, if any, were maybe, yeah, I didn't have somebody on day one to hold my hand and kind of show me the scripts, to show me the contracts and, you know, go real slow. And I can ask, ask a million questions and over and over. But luckily enough, you know, my broker has set up a few systems in our office, uh, enough systems in my office where I'm able to plug in and get educated, um, whether it is script training or whether it is contract training, um, marketing, whatever it may be. So I think some of the cons, yeah, you, just, you don't have maybe that one-on-one direct somebody leading you from A to B to C to D to all the way to Z, right? Um, but I think the pros, you know, definitely outweigh it. Um, having that freedom to, you know, create your own business, how you want to do it without having to be, you know, this is how we market, this is how we structure our things, this is how we have to do everything. Rather, myself kind of finding out what works and what doesn't work for myself, um, being able to brand myself, being able to follow my own lead versus having to follow someone else's lead. Um, and some of the pros, yeah, those are just some of the pros I would say that come top of mind. Um, as well, just being, like I said, being able to create my own uh, brand, not having to be, you know, the so-and-so group um, or this team or that team. Rather, it's just me, Diego Hinojosa. So when they think of Diego Hinojosa, they think solely of me and, you know, what I've done and being able to perform. Um, so I think those are some of the major pros. Uh, just being an individual realtor. And I'm sure Gabe can share a few more pros on being in a team aspect. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think um, each team has their own set of, you know, perks. Each team's a little bit different, structured a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, they, they do help out a lot. Um, they teach you, you know, how to generate business and how to be a business owner because essentially you're coming in here, you know, pretty blind. Uh, so you you need somebody to hold your hand and kind of show you how to do everything and how, how to be independent even though while you're on a team um, so that's one of the big you know perks um, as far as cons go I wouldn't say that there's very many it's just you know you're being able to pave your own way and do things on your own the way you want to run it and structure it uh, so it's kind of you know it, it's just all to each their own pretty mm -hmm. much here's one of the pros mm -hmm. of working on your own the buck stops here. <laughs> so, the buck stops and, here, exactly. You get, to, you get to be that decision maker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're accountable. If, if you make a mistake, Correct. it was you. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, it was you, yeah. Yeah. With that one, we're going to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here with us today, we have Gabe Guzman, and Diego Hinojosa of Iron Key Realty. And um, you guys have been in the business about three years each. Um, and yet both of you have decided to get involved in association leadership at a pretty young age. Let me start off with you, Gabe. What made you do that? Yeah, so uh, both me and Diego are part of the Young Professionals Network at the Fresno Association of Realtors. And, Are you uh, saying I'm not part of the young professionals? <laughs> Don, Don, you're an honorary member. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and kind of what made me want to get involved is when I first started in the business, I wasn't too aware that there was any, anything even like that out there. Um, but I was introduced to it by another uh, agent at our office and friend of ours, Joel Arambula, uh, who's actually the YPN chair this year. And we, you know, he brought us around, well, initially brought me around. Uh, I just saw that there was a lot of, you know, 
networking going on. I didn't know anybody in the industry, so it really helped to, you know, get my name out there and actually uh, talk to these people, meet people in the industry, and it actually helped me cooperate with others and bounce ideas off of other people. Um, and there was a lot of education there as well, so showing me, you know, things that I wouldn't normally learn on my own. Um, you know, they had, you know, education panels and things like that that I was able to go to to get information. And then there was also a group of people, you know, like-minded uh, young individuals that were all, they all served as a support system. So I wanted to be that for, um, you know, the next generation coming in. Uh, and then also to, you know, see myself in your position one day, you know, Fresno Association of Realtors president and, you know, director and things like that. So I do want to be a part of that and be able to, you know, make a difference. Well, you know, there will be an opening in a few years because I don't think anybody in their right mind would ever elect me president again. Being I, I've been president <laughs> twice in 2008 and 2020. What are the two worst years you could ever pick for something like that? 2008 and 2020. Yeah, it, that's your luck. <laughs> and it's not like it was me. I mean, I didn't bring on a global pandemic or a global recession, <laughs> right. but but I had to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, and all I can say is surviving them both. Hey, you're getting us through it. So I appreciate that. All right. With positivity. I mean, here we are talking yeah. about a hot market. Right. Um, right. And, yeah. It, 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 and I think we're really blessed that somehow i mean because not every industry in 2020 is doing can say they have a hot market um right yeah we've been very fortunate yeah I, uh diego i think it has something to do with shelter at home safer at home the key word there is home and that's home. what we yep. that's what we sell um exactly yep all right. So another you, you, you mentioned something about networking uh, as you get into leadership. Diego, tell us what networking is like um, and, and how that's important to building your business. Well, for starters, if I, you know, for some networking is very powerful in any, any industry, um, in any field, in any, you know, in any aspect. It's not always, you know, what you know, it's sometimes who you know. But for example, I wouldn't ever out there networking and getting familiar with some of these faces and some of these type of hitters. I would never even be on this radio show with you, Don. Um, being associated with you just came strictly from being involved with the Association of Realtors, being a part of the YPN committee, um, and that's just engaging time after time, whether it was in San Francisco when we were getting our award or when we were on the bus going to the uh, San Francisco game, the infamous San Francisco game, or even just here at the yeah. Association of Realtors. All the times we've been able to talk uh, so that's just some of the power of networking, allowing me to be on the radio today. Um, but in general, in the field of real estate, sometimes it allows us to get these deals done. Sometimes it allows you to find that home before it hits the market for your buyer, uh, so you don't have to be in that hyper-competitive field. Um, I know, example, for example, Gabe was able to find out about my listing right before it hit the market just from networking. I've been able to sell homes with other agents and other clients um, with homes prior to hitting the market just through the power of networking. Um, so it's a really powerful tool, not only in our field, but just across the board. And, and networking is important. Let's say there's five offers on the property, but you have have previously networked with that listing agent. I think you have an advantage that they can put a face and a person to that offer. 
Yeah, and they probably yeah, know your character better and than attitude. the others. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I want to mention that you mentioned that San Francisco game. That was a San Francisco Giants-Los Angeles Dodgers game and a famous one at that. Yep. Uh, so it, it was the go-get-it-out-of-the-ocean game. <laughs> we, our, our bus got there just in time to see Max Muncy hit the home run that went out into the ocean, and then it's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Bumgarner's going after Muncy. Yep. And, uh, yep. <laughs> and Muncy's saying, come on. <laughs> that Let's was a great get it game. On. And that was actually the only score of the whole entire game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rest was, of it. And we caught it right in time. Could you imagine if our bus would have been five minutes later? We pretty much would, would have, have missed, missed the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a bummer. All right. So good networking there. Um, I did find out, though, that uh, you guys aren't Dodger fans like me. Oh, I'm a Dodger fan. Oh, I'm sorry? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just overwhelmed on that bus trip. I don't know if it was all the young people on there or all the giant fans on there. but uh, I, Yeah, we, I think we were, uh, we were outnumbered a little bit, Don. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to start off with Gabe. Gabe, what what do you want our listeners to remember most about today's show? Um, so about today's show, the most that I want them to remember is probably um, going back to what you said in, right in the beginning is, you know, a game plan. Uh, putting that together, putting that into effect, uh, especially in today's market. If, you know, if you are looking to purchase a home, um, get that game plan together and, you know, you, you'll – if. I always say if you, you know, fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Ah, that's a good one. Diego, how about you? What do you want our listeners to remember most about today's show? I think uh, Gabe said some pretty good words right there as well as, you know, how competitive the market here is in the Fresno County as well as how well interest rates are doing. Good for sellers, good for buyers. And last thing to mention, um, getting involved with your local leadership it is, you know, awesome. Paying it forward, doing something, you know, you just can't get paid back for um, and helping put the Fresno Association of Realtors um, on a bright light that shows them well. So I've, I've been getting involved with the local leadership. Maybe if you're not even the Association of Realtors, but a different association, different network, uh, just being involved with your local, like, like we talked about, local economy, also local leadership, very important um, to represent the highest light and push us forward in the best way possible. Okay, and I'd like to add something in, too, that I really want our listeners to pay attention to and to to take away from today's show. The interest rates are so low. Three, you know, um, you can actually even do better than 3% in many cases now with the right FICO score and such. But at 3%, let's go back to that $400,000 home that rents for $2,400 a month. Um, You can have a principal and interest payment of 1350 that leaves room for another 500 bucks for for taxes and insurance another even leaves room for another 100 to 200 dollars for mortgage insurance if you had to have that on and of course mortgage insurance you don't have to have on there um all that said that's way cheaper than renting and is it that the rents are out of line no it's that um Interest rates are out of line and to the benefit of the buyers. Yep. Yep. I think if you've ever been on the fence about it or just been 
playing with the idea of purchasing a home right now is the time. And I know it's kind of cliche that, you know, somebody that sells real estate is telling you to buy real estate, but it, it really is truly <laughs> just an amazing time to purchase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. In 30 seconds or less, Diego, give us your best real estate advice. The best real estate advice I can tell you is to always stay ready, stay educated, and feel empowered. Don't be afraid to ask the questions that you know just have in the back of your head. Um, you know, there's countless times I've heard, you know, my other realtor before I came to you, Diego, didn't educate me. I just felt like I was signing on the dotted line. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. If you find out your realtor, it just doesn't pair up with you. Don't be afraid to find another realtor that works best for you. Um, All right. Thank always you. Always feel empowered. Always feel educated. All right, Gabe, in 15 seconds or less, tell us. <laughs> okay, just uh, get a game plan together, you know, uh, see what's out there, do your research, and, you know, get with somebody that's going to really help you and get off the fence, make that purchase. All right, and I want to thank all our listeners. I want to thank Gabe and Diego for, tuning, uh, for coming in today, and we will be back again next Saturday. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Don. Thank you, everybody.